0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning in the finale of The Last of Us Season 1 Episode 9 titled Look for the Light has released on HBO. This has been an incredible season not only as an individual piece of television as just one season thing but as an adaptation of one of the most iconic video games ever made. It's been absolutely incredible. Now I'm someone who of course as you know if you've been listening to this for a couple of weeks now, I have played the first Last of Us game. I finished it early on in this journey of watching the this, watching this season as it was releasing. I have not finished playing The Last of Us Part Two yet. I have not completed that game. I will, that will absolutely be done by the time Season 2 is out, because apparently it won't be out for a few years, like a lot of streaming shows nowadays. But The Last of Us Season 1 finale, look for the light. It's now out there. People know how this first game ends. I knew there would be some disappointment, some people feeling a bit anticlimactic with the way it goes. If you were ex- expecting an explosive finale and it sh- that just went way overboard in terms of action, because that's not what this show is. It's even less so that than the games, and it really did just take the character-driven-driven approach of the games. Now, this will be a spoiler review. So if you haven't watched, I almost said played, watched the finale for The Last of a Season 1, don't listen to this. Come back once you've seen it. I'll be breaking down a few connections to the games. This will probably be a bit shorter because the episode's a bit shorter and it is a bit more... There isn't as much to talk about because there isn't actually much content in here. But let's get into it. So getting into it, the episode starts off with something I wasn't expecting for them to show now. I thought they would save this and show it during a particular sequence I'll talk about later. But that is the sequence that's been teased by the showrunners and that I think have been kind of come out by now, and that is that we were going to indeed meet Ellie's mom in the, in the, sh- in the show. Now, in the games, there is almost zero reference to her mom. I think there is about one or two, but there's certainly they certainly did not have this flashback segment. Now, this flag- flashback segment consi- consists of Ellie's mom, who's named Anna, and she's actually played by Ashley Johnson, and Ashley Johnson was the voice of Ellie in the games, in the first and second Last of Us. Now, in this sequence, she's running away from one of the runners, which is a type of infected, and it feels like we haven't seen an infected since, like, we definitely haven't seen, like, a big infected battle since, like, episode five, and this show clearly does not really care about the zombie side of the show and really is more into the drama, which I think is a fair trade. We meet her as she runs away, gets into this house, and she's about to give birth to Ellie. No doctor, no nothing, she just does it on her own. And this runner comes in, and the runner bites her while she's giving birth. But as she very, point, point, very as she points out to Marlene after this, after she had already given birth, and she gave her something to eat before she had been infected. I think the implication was that she was infected during the scene, and not before while she was chasing away, but I could have been wrong. They definitely didn't show it up front. But we have the birth of Ellie. We move into the credits and we come back. And we're still in the same flashback segment with Marlene and another Firefly coming in. Marlene and Ellie's mom and dad history. I don't quite remember if they referenced that in episodes one and two of the season. But Marlene, but Anna tells Marlene to take Ellie, take her away, and to kill Anna because she's eventually going to turn into an infected. Because she's been bitten and Marlene shoots her now it seems like those two characters have a history they've known each other their whole lives and I'm assuming we won't get any more on that because of what happens to Marlene later in the episode and what, what's always happened to her in this story but I definitely do not think that aspect of them knowing each other for so long was in the games but I, again I could be wrong but I really don't think that was in there and again this entire segment is made for the show then we cut to Ellie I think this is a few weeks after the events last week with David and now we are in I believe it was Kansas City, or not Kansas City, this would have been Utah, I believe, which is what it was in the games, I don't think they specifically mentioned that this was Utah, but another another thing I also found weird was that they didn't really address that there was a bit of a time jump between the last episode and this, like it was in the games, like a couple of weeks, and you could tell that, Ellie, just like in the games in this particular segment, is a bit quieter she obviously with the experience with David doesn't have and she has so much on her mind along with that traumatic experience she went through that she isn't the usual energetic Ellie that she should be and that's obviously that makes sense I'm not it's not a complaint by any means that's exactly how an event like that would play out and how Ellie would naturally react even even being the character she is at least in my personal opinion now I think it should be pointed out that in this sequence, there are actually a few added um, elements that I really appreciate that they added, but aren't was not specifically in the games. A few back and forths. Now, firstly, there is one back and there is well, I guess we should start off with when Joel mentioned the Joel has the conversation with Ellie about learning to play the guitar. Now that is straight out of the games. Now they don't. I don't. I don't think they find. That they don't—they don't show Joel, but Joel says he found an RV. He found the guitar in the RV. That—that that aspect definitely was not in the games, but but they do bring up finding the guitar in the games. Ellie is even more slow to respond, in my opinion, as he is. But that's part of the nature of the show. Is you can't have as much time. Just with that just happening, so I think that made. I think for me that made sense, but I don't know if other people would be annoyed. I don't really know. Like I don't really have a finger on the pulse of the fan base. For me, of um of the last of us as much as some other fandoms but we do have this really nice moment and then we, we got one of my favorite moments in the game we created which was the sequence where joel boosts ellie up and they go and they see the giraffe and i love that they recreate that and the moment after that when they go down and they see on the one hand it's a wasteland but how green everything is i love that and we do have that back and forth that moment where joel says is that everything you'd hoped for and ellie says got its ups and downs and not only is that a callback to the game moment this is also a callback in itself to an earlier moment in the story when Joel and Ellie first and Tess had fought the clicker for the first time got out and had really seen the city of Boston in a clearer view and I love that they have this moment in here I also like that they added the same element in the games of Joel bringing up early on and I think this is what let Ellie lead Ellie to suspect a little bit of what's going on later by asking and like telling Ellie you don't have to do this, and both of them realize they have a connection. And but Ellie does mention how you know she can't. She, we can't. There's no halfway with this. We have to go all the way. And Joel obviously has to let that go. And then we finally get the moment revealing of earlier when Joel has Joel has Joel has an injury and. And he told him earlier that someone tried to shoot him but missed. And then we revealed that was himself. And He was originally thinking about killing himself because of what happened to his daughter. And that is something that crossed my mind. You know, Joel as a character seems so focused on protecting the people he's loved. What was the fallout from um, Sarah dying? Where did that lead him in the immediate aftermath of that death? It's not something we've needed, but something I've always been interested in. And I like that they at least touched on the very dark place that he went to here. But then there's, a, there's, there's Joel and Ellie get taken by the Fireflies, and we meet Marlene. And Marlene reveals to Joel, just like I think a lot of the audience may be suspected, and the audience from the game is definitely know, and that is that Ellie has to go through surgery to remove the cordyceps because the cordyceps didn't fully grow, and it tells the other cordyceps that Ellie's infected and it's kind of like a disguise almost. And it could be a cure if it was given to everyone. But she does have to go through surgery. And since cordyceps grows in the brain, she will die once it is removed from her and duplicated. So Joel, because they've grown such a connection over the season, obviously does not want that to happen. And he, and Marlene pretty much says, I'm sorry, I don't have a choice. I understand. I was there during his birth, her birth or close to her birth, and Joel says, well, I do. And Marlene obviously knows he's going to tr- try something, but I thought adding that moment of Joel saying, I have a choice, made it a little unrealistic that Marlene would just let him go. Knowing that he got uh, Ellie across the entirety of America on his own, there was nothing that any of her soldiers could really do against him. And the next moment, I think, is the first time in the show where we've gotten full on Joel's rage, his full ability as just a soldier, I guess you could say, where he takes out these two people and he's going around. Oh, he felt like I felt like Joel was John Wick in the sequence, where he just it was just he was so accurate and he just killed everybody. And it looked like, at least in my opinion, that he almost put no effort into doing it. Like he was walking around steadily and slowly killing people. And the music was playing, I loved how this was montaging, so we didn't have to... It wasn't like in the games where it felt like it was really an intense thing to try and get to Ellie. This felt more like an easy job for Joel, and more focused on the fact that he had already made that decision, not really worrying about the tension. And they do set the sequence in daylight, while in the games it was very much at night. And we get to the doctors, and just like in the games, he's forced to kill pretty much the lead doctor in this surgery because he won't give Ellie up because of how much she will eventually mean to humanity. And he takes Ellie with him and decides that you know the cure isn't worth what I've gained, what me and Ellie have built, and what I've, what I've been given back. And that is, of course, a daughter, someone to protect and someone to love. And I've always loved that element but as a finale, I completely understand why some people are a little underwhelmed by this and don't fully buy how it's fully played out. And I get that. I'll talk about that in just a few seconds. But Joel makes it out to the parking lot and he's going to take a car, but Marlene is there. Now, in the show and in the games, it flashes to the Ellie waking up. And I'm just going to talk about it here. Joel has, Joel has to kill Marlene because Although Marlene says to just let me go. She's obviously just going to keep coming after Ellie and trying to make that cure. And Joel, not wanting that to happen, kills Marlene and gets into the car. They go in the car ride. And, in, and you can tell immediately there is some friction between Ellie and Joel because Ellie feels off. But Joel explains it just like he did in the games. And that is that there's more, infe- there's more people who are immune like her, but they can't do anything. And they're not looking for a cure anymore. And to even add me on top of that, Raiders attacked. A bunch of people died and he very much implies to Ellie that Marlene was indeed killed and that Joel barely got her out alive. And it's definitely a thing that really adds on to the story that makes it slightly more plausible that what Joel is explaining actually happened. And this is just like the games. There's almost nothing changed. They go in the car. The car stops a bit early. They're heading to Tommy's and on the way there Ellie stops to talk to Joel to really try to get at him see what's really happened by mentioning that they've lost so many people. She was forced to kill her best friend and someone she had a crush on was so young. And the Joel to pretty much just saying to Joel, you know, just like in the games, swear to me that what you said about the Fireflies is true. And Joel after a pause says, I swear. And then in in the show it lingers on Ellie even a bit more after that. Saying, okay. And The show ends, and I believe the music that plays right after the ending was the same as the one that played at the credits of The Last of Us game, although the credits in the game are obviously leagues longer than the credits in the show. But that takes us to the end of the season. What an incredible journey this show has been, and the show ends right where the game ends. And I know some people are going to have an issue with how they handled this, because there's definitely a lot cropped out from the end of the game like there's this whole section where you have to get up a whole building by going up going through all this rubble there's a whole section of infected where you have to stealth kill like a bunch of infected although in that sequence i actually made it the whole way without killing any infected which i think is quite impressive and that's something that i've always been very proud of being able to do in that particular sequence and there's a bit more done with that there's a moment where joe almost loses ellie with like this bus sequence of a wrecked bus underwater which I really enjoyed playing there isn't anything like that in this show and even in the games like Joel getting to Ellie's doctors takes way longer but everything after that plays at almost the same speed and there isn't much game there isn't really any gameplay after except for the very end and I love this and this just like the last few episodes it's really felt like the show was originally Joel's show but the perspective is really switched I believe with like episode 7 eight and nine to become Ellie's show. Because even while we're walking, it feels like the camera's more focused on Ellie, what she's going through, how she's reacting. And having that little thing in her of, is Joel telling me the truth? He did set up the idea. It seems a little convenient that there's nothing mentioned. And they leave. And I don't even know how the storyline resolves. I haven't played The Last of Us Part Two. And I'm sure it will create create a ton ton of tension. I know that game does have flashbacks to between... The event of the first Last of Us and Last of Us 2, which I'm assuming is where the unveiling of Joel's secrets come. I do think in the show they'll they'll make it a little known to Ellie quicker because I've always... I I, I just have to wonder, like, how long can that really be kept? Because Joel's obviously going to tell Tommy that he made that choice and that she could have been a cure. And that she was likely a cure, but that's not what... He, he wanted he wanted Ellie to live and be his daughter. So I'm really curious to see where that's going to go. I don't even know. I'm going to find out a lot sooner than those of you who just watch the show because I am going to play the game. But I can't wait to see season two. And even knowing where the story goes, I love the way they executed it. Do I wish the episode was longer? I think could there have been more interaction between Joel and Ellie before the final moments? Could there have been more action and have that infected sequence? In my opinion, I would have liked it as a finale. And I, I think there they've cut down on the infected maybe a little too much in points but i will always take the drama over the action and i'm glad they didn't sacrifice trauma for action i'm glad they went the other way and that's if all they can afford from a budgetary perspective and i can't really complain so with that said thank you guys so much for listening to these last first reviews I, re- I believe i've reviewed eight of the nine episodes and i think funnily enough i think the episode i didn't review was my favorite episode of the season which was episode three i might make a ranking of the episodes in this season but since it's such a continuous story feels a bit awkward to do that, but we'll see if I can come up with a good ranking, I might do that. Or a ranking that I'm at least, I feel like it makes sense. I really do have opinions, not just trying to throw together a list. But thank you guys so much for listening. I have a few things coming out in the next few days. Come back in about a day and a half where I'll be posting my ranking of the Scream movies. And then my review of The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 3, which should come out on Thursday. Not Wednesday, I'm not able to put it out on Wednesday. And then later this week as well, I'll have my review of Shazam, Fury of the Gods, out the sequel of course to Shazam the film I don't even know why I had to explain that so make sure to come back for that all later this week thank you guys so much for listening I'll catch you all next time bye bye <laughs>